This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. You know, as I was singing that song, I got through. I felt like I had to do a little what I call a glory dance. You know... When Jesus comes into your heart, it will set you free. You see, I remember years ago when I, when I was much younger, <clears throat> much younger, when, when, I, when we were on tour and I'd set my drums up, I'd always try to set my cymbals up when we was on tour and I was doing, we were in concert and I was playing drums for the New World Singers traveling all across the country, I'd always make sure that I had my cymbals set up to where they would hide me. The reason for that, I was very bashful. And, and I, I know you're saying I, there's no way that you were bashful. But I was, and I didn't want to be seen. I really didn't want to be heard. I just wanted to play the drums. And I, and, I enjoyed the, and I enjoyed the traveling, the touring around, and the big entertainment coach, and, and hanging out with the band and all, and, and traveling across the country. I enjoyed that, so, but there was a price to pay. I had to, I had to learn how to get rid of that, that, that shyness. Well, what happened was, when I had an experience with God, and He got into my heart, He kind of... Just removed it. And uh, now it wasn't overnight, but it did happen. And, um, you know, it, God has a sense of humor. If you're here this morning and you feel like you're the kind of a shy type, and maybe you really don't, you know, want to be out in the, the front, you'd rather be the behind the scenes. Well, let me tell you what happened with me. When I was shy like that, I had no idea that there were gifts and talents in me that God would want to develop within me that were already in me. If you'd have said when I was 16, 17, 18 years old, touring around, hiding behind my cymbals, playing concerts in auditoriums and coliseums around the country, I would have told you there's no way you'll put me in front of the people with a microphone or you'll put me in front of people to minister the gospel. I didn't even want to share my testimony. But isn't it unique? When Jesus gets in their heart, he can do a work on you if you'll let him. If you'll let him. And when I did my little dance, my little Holy Ghost dance, the Lord reminded me. He said, hmm, haven't I changed you? You see, God wants to change. He wants to change us. He wants to actually develop, bring into full recognition of the gifts and talents that he's placed within us. The unique thing about God is, is that he's put talents and gifts in you that you don't know exist yet. As I said, now if you'd, have, if, if you'd have told me when I was in my 18, 19 years old that I would be ministering the gospel in front of people, I had to say, who are you talking to? There'd be no way. But God, but God had plans. And if you're willing, God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. 
But with it, with that plan and with that journey is going to require an act of obedience. You see, when our kids were growing up, we would offer them, especially mom would say, you know, if you eat all of this, what's set before you, then you can have some dessert. But if you don't do and eat what's before you, if you don't accomplish what God has called you to do in that process, then you're not going to get the better that he has for you. So oftentimes we become complacent because we like it where we are. It's comfortable. We have found it. We have found that now that I'm in this spot here, I have been here long enough. I now am in control. But that's a very bad state to be in when you're following God. God wants us to come to the place where we relinquish our control and give it to him. And that had nothing to do with the message. I just had to throw that in this morning. You know, that was your, that was your appetizer. That was your appetizer. The title of my message today is Joy in Troubled Times. Joy in troubled times. Have you noticed if, if you're a Christian and you watch the news, I know it's a lot of people that I've been talking to lately, that are Christians, they'll say, you know, well, I don't really watch the news anymore. It's just, it's just not worth watching. And a lot of people say, well, you know, it brings, it brings me down. I love that old song, don't frown. Pulls everybody down. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. But look at your neighbor and say, I ain't worried. Some of you just didn't look at nobody. You just said you ain't worried. Let your neighbor know, I ain't worried. I ain't worried. Joy in troubled times. There's a passage of Scripture that says in John 10.10, read it with me if you're there. John 10.10, I'll give you a second to turn there. Give me a chance to put on a second pair of eyes. John 10.10 says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I love this part. He said, I have come that they may have life, then they may have it more abundantly. You notice the scripture didn't say there, he said, you know, one day I'm coming to get you. And I'm going to take you up to heaven so you can have life and life more abundant. He didn't say that there. He said, I have. Look at, you, look at somebody and you tell them that word, I have. I have come. Now, he didn't only just come into this world, but he had a purpose. He had a purpose behind it. You see, he didn't want to just go to the cross just to get you a mansion somewhere. He didn't just go to the cross to wash away your sins. He went to the cross so you could have life and have it more abundant right here. But if you look at people today, oh, there's so much fear. I heard talking to someone the other day, and they were saying, well, you know, listening to the news, I, I don't even, they're telling me I need to stock up on my groceries. Fear. Well, you know this 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 situation with Israel and and uh, and uh, 
Hamas or it's got troubled times. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's always been troubled times. Since the beginning of time, there's always been troubled times. It says here that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. How long do you think he's been doing that? Well, it didn't just start here in the last 30 days. And people are saying, well, you know, I don't know what we're going to, I don't know what we're going to do with this country. What's, the country's in a mess. Our government's in a mess. Well, it is. I'm not saying it's not. Yes, it is. But in the midst, in the midst, he said, I come just so you can have life and have life more abundant. He didn't say, listen, he didn't say, I'm going to come snatch you out of it. I've heard people say, oh, I just can't wait for the rapture. And I know Jesus has got to be heartbroken. Why are you waiting for something to come when I done come and I brought you what you need to deal with it here? It's, you know, it's like, it's, it's almost like you, you, you're, it's, it's like you, you go buy a car, a brand new car for somebody. And you drive it up in the driveway. And then they come out, you hand them the keys. And they say, well, you know, I just don't. I just don't know how I'm going to get to the store. I, I, you know, I don't know how to drive. And there's a handbook that you can get that will teach you how to drive that brand new car that you got the keys to. God has put his son, Jesus Christ, on a cross. Did what he did so you and I can have life. And we're fussing about not having life when all he says, if you'll get the manual, get your driver's license, get in gear, turn your car on, and let's go on a journey. Let's take the trip. Well, you know, there's a lot of dangers out there on the road. I just would be better off to stay here at home. All the excuses that I hear. Well, if I wasn't sick, I've come that you might have life and have more abundant. What was that abundant life? On the way to the cross, he took stripes and he said, by these stripes, you're healed. Now, there's your abundant life. Some say, well, that's tough. It's the word. And so much of it we'll take and we'll say, well, I like this one. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, oh, that's me, I believe. Now I got my ticket and I'm on my way to heaven. I got to live like hell, in hell, go through hell all these days of my life. So one day I can dance the happy tune when I get over there. And we are missing out on what he spread his arms on the cross for. He hung there, suffered and died so you and I could have life. So we don't have to wait, and I sing my happy song. If I want to do that, I can. You know why? Because he did it just for me. He said, Ron, you go ahead and have yourself a party because I died for that. I died for that. I bled for that. 
They pulled on my beard for that. They whipped me for that. So you can have it and have it more abundant. Oh, I'm on, I tell you, I'm getting excited. I'm trying my best to make this a five-minute sermon, but I can see it might take ten minutes. Oh, but we're talking about fear. Fear, there's fear. People are in fear today. You know what John, 1 John 4, 8 says? There is no fear in love. For perfect love cast out all fear. Where do we get the love? From him. You see, if you got Jesus in you, you got the love. You got the love, baby. You remember the song you used to say? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only thing. Honey, that is just too little love. Well, honey, there's a little too less of love today. We need love. You know why we can't love? Because first of all, we can't love ourselves. We can't love others because we don't love ourselves. And the reason we don't love ourselves is because we've never allowed the love of Christ to come in and permeate us. We've not allowed his love to come in and do the work he wants to do. Because... You have to make that decision that you're willing to suffer a little bit. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. If you don't suffer, Jesus said, if you suffer with me, oh, you reign with me. I wonder how many people ain't reigning because they don't want to suffer with him. Well, you can tell they're not reigning with him. Just look around. Look at the sadness. Look at the fear. You say, well, I, I just don't know what this, uh, boy, the economy's in a, in a mess. And, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make my mortgage payment. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make my car payment. I don't know if I'm going to put food on the table for the kids. My goodness. My goodness. Fear, fear, fear. And all he said, he said this. I did all of this for you 2,000 years ago. So this don't have to bother you. Because he says, perfect love, cast out this fear. You know, it's, it's not a hard thing to love God. When you really stop to think about what he did for you and I. What he did for you and I. It's unmeasurable. I can't even comprehend that Jesus would do that for me. Now listen to this scripture in John thirteen thirty four. It says, love one another... Is I have loved you. How do I love someone else? You know, when I'm having a tough time, listen, I'm being honest now. When I'm having a tough time loving somebody, because there is some folk out there that are just hard to love. <clears throat> there is some people, I'm gonna say that again, there are some people that's just hard to love. They'll just get on, if you've got a last nerve, they'll find it. I've met people like that. And I probably have been that person to other people. But you know, the thing that I found out is when that person does get my goat, I remember how much Jesus loves me when I'm not lovable. You know, all it does is just take for a minute... When you're encountering a situation where somebody's not being lovable, if you'll just stop for just a second or two and remind yourself 
There are so many times that I have been unlovable, acted so ugly, and yet Jesus still loved me. He loved me in spite of it. Yeah, but, the, but boy, they just laid a cussing on me. Well, how many times did you cuss at somebody? Oh, now, Pastor Rod, I don't do that since I got saved. Mm. We use salvation as a crutch. Well, let me just move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. These are the three things if you're taking notes. Number one is love one another as I have loved you. That will help you in your process of finding your happiness. Because you can't find happiness if you're hating people. You've got to let the love of Christ shine in. Number two, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness or his right way of doing things. And listen to what he says here. All these other things. What things? Joy, peace, happiness, love. Money to pay the mortgage when it needs it to be paid? Come on. And number three, Psalms 22 and 3, he inhabits the praises of his people. When you get yourself out of bed in the mornings, if you'll remind yourself, today I'm going to love just like he loves me. And number two, I'm going to seek the kingdom. I'm going to seek him today. I'm going to seek his way of doing things. Does that mean that you got to get up and try to find all the answers in the Bible? No, absolutely not. You see, that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. When you get up in the morning, all you got to do is just say, Holy Spirit, I'm yours to lead God and direct. I'm asking you to speak to my heart. Give me ears to hear. Isn't it amazing that he is such a loving father, Phil, that he'll just say, okay, he doesn't ask you, did you mess up today? I know those thoughts you were thinking. No, he doesn't do that. He's a loving father. A very loving father. You know what he says? Okay. Let me turn up your hearing just a little bit so I make sure you can hear the direction you need to go in today. Let me turn up your, the volume. You know what he does? I think he whispers to the Holy Spirit. Talk a little louder. He's a little hard of hearing. Speak a little louder, sir. I'm very hard of hearing. Y'all don't remember that old song. Oh, woman, oh, woman, will you marry me? Some of you caught it. Some of you don't. It's just one of them old songs. You say, well, pastor, you're just so ancient and old. You remember all the old stuff. I have been around long enough to know that whatever life throws at me, I have a trump card. And it's called Jesus Christ. And that trump card is that he came to give me life and life more abundant. It doesn't matter. I heard a preacher say one time, crap happens. Yes, it does. I said, it happens. It's not what happens to you. It's how you handle it. All you got to do is take a split second and say, boy, that person is really getting on my last nerve. But you know what, Lord? 
I know you love me. I know I've not been all that. I have missed the mark today. Forgive me, but give me some love right now. Give me some of your love. Like I tell Kelly, come on, baby, love on me. Some of us need to tell Jesus, come on, Jesus, love on me. Jesus wants to love on you. I'm telling, listen, you know, we've made this Christianity thing, we've made religion to where we can't even, we can't, we don't even know how to talk. We feel like we got to come up to God and say, oh, thou great God in heaven. Man, I'm going to tell you, though, sometimes I just get right down out, right kind of loud with him. I say, I don't know where you are, but you need to show up. I'm going through a tough time right now, and I'm telling you, Lord, you need to show up. And I sometimes tell him, I ain't a moving until you show up. Oh, you know what he'll tell me? He inhabits the praise. He'll say, hmm, praise me a little bit. Lord, I don't feel like praising. I didn't ask you to, what you felt like. You see, we've made it difficult. Just admit to the fact, I'm having a tough time praying. I've had to tell Kelly sometimes when she'd be listening to a song, and she'd be getting in that Holy Ghost feeling, and I'm saying, why don't you turn that off? And I've been working all day. I've been dealing with a bunch of junk out there in the construction world, and I'm coming home, I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm hungry. And she in there just listening to her praise. I wasn't looking for no praise. I was looking for some sympathy. Love on my baby. You know your man be working hard. Come on, give me a little rub. No, she's over there. Hey, praise God. Ain't, oh, baby, you're home. Ain't life good? No. All God wanted me to do was just be honest with him and say, you know what? Even before I get out of my truck and go in the house, I just need to stop right there and say, you know, God? <laughs> It's been, it's just been rough out here today. And right now, I, I, I'm just, whoo, I, I, I ain't in the attitude to go in the house. Because I know mama ain't going to want my attitude. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. That's when you just got to stop and say, you inhabit the praise of my people. I'm your people. I'm just going to praise you. I don't feel like, Lord, listen, listen. I said, I don't feel like praising you. But I praise you. I said, I praise you, Father. I praise you. Yeah, you've been good to me. Yeah, I could have got killed today, but you brought me home to see Mama. Yeah, there's gas in the truck, and there's tires on the truck. Yeah, there's a dollar in my pocket Mama gave me for breakfast this morning. Yeah, Lord, you've been good. I, pra- I praise you. Poor next thing you know. Some start welling up. Some start happening. And before you get out of that vehicle, go in the house, you're feeling good. You know, then when you come in, you're going to say, what's happening, Mama? Now, she may not be in that kind of same mood. She may have been having her little bout. Now's your chance. Love one another. Just to go in there. Because now you left your truck or your car. You're going in the house. You done got a hold of Jesus. Yeah. And you feeling right. Yeah. And you just kind of sliding on in on a cloud of glory. And mama, she ain't. She's on some cloud, but it ain't that cloud. <laughs> she's on her cloud. Yeah. 
Y'all ever had a clean? Y'all know, me and y'all know what I'm talking about? I gave the chance for the women a while ago. Now it's for us men. But that's when you come in on your glory cloud. And when you recognize it, you got to remember this is, this is number two. Love one another. No, it's number one. Love one another. What you going to do? You just got to go in there and throw your arms around mama even though she's mad. Got to love on her. Just like Jesus loves on you. When you are nasty, you know you done said things you shouldn't have. You know you acted in a way. You acted a fool. And you can turn to Jesus and he, he always got his arms open saying, come on. Come on. Come on. Lord, I, I messed up. I know you messed up. I know you was going to mess up this morning before you even got out of bed. I know your day. I know your future. But you have blessed me big time because you have come back into the fold. This Christian life, we should not be running around in fear. When he's come that we might have life and life more abundant, all he's asking you, he says, is love one another as I've loved you. Seek me in the morning, all day, every day, and just praise me. What is hard about that? Somebody asked me the other day, I was over, I, I took it as a compliment. I, I, <clears throat> over there at one of the apartments, I was painting, and I walked in, and, and uh, I shared this with Kelly. Uh, they said, you know, you're like a breath of fresh air. We love to see you come in, Brother Ron. You, you're, never, you're never sad. You're always bebop and happy. You know what? I tried that sad thing, and I just didn't like it. Have y'all ever had some kind of a food you didn't like, but you never went back after it again because you knowed it wasn't no good? I have eat food from other country or other other states, from 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 out of state, or from someone else's table, and I didn't like it. And because I didn't like that food, no matter who cooked it, even if I went to somebody else's, oh, they say, oh well, I don't cook it like that. I add this, and I said, nope, I still don't want it. There is no form of sadness, unrest. That I like. Have y'all ever been sad? Did you like it? Have you ever felt unrest? Did you like it? Well, if you didn't like it, why go back to it? You know, I, I, when I think of that and I say that, I'm reminded of the scripture that says the dog always returns to his vomit. I ain't a dog. I ain't going back to that mess. You say, well, you just kind of been... I don't like that illustration. Well, it's, that's what the Bible says. It said the dog goes back to that mess. I ain't a dog. You ain't a dog. Why do we want to live in that mess? We, raised, we used to raise pigs years ago when I was a kid growing up. That and horses and I think everything else that I raised on a farm. Mama always made me go slop them hogs in the morning. That's what we called it. We, had to go, we didn't call it feeding the hogs. We called it slopping the hogs. And I always had to get out there, and man, I had to put on my old black rubber boots because we had to get in there and clean out the trough. And I mean, I had to get all up in that stench. And them hogs, they just live nasty. Nasty. And yet we eat them. But they're nasty. And I couldn't wait to get out of the nasty. I couldn't wait to get over to the water hose and rinse all that ugh, off my boots. Couldn't wait to get in the house and wash my hands to get the uh off of me. But isn't it isn't amazing that we as humans, we don't like to go slop the hog. But we'll get around other folk that are like sloppy hogs. We'll get in their environment, and they got stink all over them. And we like to buddy up with it. Yeah, put some of that stink on my boots, baby. 
We do that. And, and, and I know because I've done that. And then I, when it's all said and done, then I'm out of that environment. I think, what in the world was I thinking? And there was a country song that says, what was I thinking? Well, I wasn't thinking. Because I allowed myself to get in the midst of that mess. Where there was no joy, no peace. I know y'all been in an environment where you could, they used to say, you know, you could cut it with a knife. It was so thick. It was such a, such a mess going on. Choose your environment. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Choose where you're going to allow the Holy Spirit to lead God and direct. Let the Holy Spirit lead God and direct you into good things today. So number one again, love one another. Seek him first throughout the day and praise him. That's a, that's a remedy for, for joy. I believe it will remove your fear. Don't let, the, don't let the world situation get the best of you. Just be happy. Don't frown. Pose everybody down. People want to see happy people. You know why people spend so much money to go to a concert? Because most of the time when they go to a concert, you know what's going on in that concert? Oh, they're dancing. They're clapping. They're happy. They get caught up in the moment. You and I need to get caught up in the moment with him. Let's go to his concert. Let's get happy with him. And the next time you feel a little bit of a Holy Ghost thing, let it go. Just be happy. Let it happen. Let the love of Christ shine through your life. Let's quit fearing this thing. Listen, if the whole thing shuts down tomorrow... You do know if you're born again, you know where you're going. Don't wait for the rapture before you have fun. Don't wait till you die to enjoy what the hereafter. Let's live this life to its fullest. Let's live this scripture to its fullest. And I close with it today. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can and you need to because I've come. That you might have life. Yeah, Lord. And not just have life, but have it more abundantly. <laughs> you know what happens when you find out you get life? You don't, you don't care anymore what people think about you. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly says, baby, you just act a fool. I said, I know, and I'm loving it. She say, honey, I, whew, God didn't, I, I pray God. I just thank God. He never, he never makes another one like you. I said, yeah, me too. You are an original. Be the original that God created you to be. Don't try to be nobody else. I ain't trying to be nobody else. I, I, hey, I didn't come in here and start pastoring and try to be Pastor Bruce. He's a great pastor. He was a great minister, a great teacher. I can't be him. I'm not him. So what you got? You got me? <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? You like it or you don't. But I'm me. The little guy that gets on the piano and has his happy dance. I can't help myself. Because I'm happy. Happy, happy. Happiness is the frame of mind. I choose to be happy. 
Let happiness rub on you. Oh, I love God. I'm so glad that he came into my heart. I am so glad I got born again. I am so glad that he filled me with the Holy Spirit. I am so glad that I can stand in front of you today and say, let it be. Just let it be. It ain't worrying me. I'm going to have life and have it more abundant. You can too. Just ask him in your heart today. Praise him. Love one another. Glory be to God. And remember, he came to give you some life. Wouldn't it be a shame if he, if you, if you die and you go to heaven and Jesus stands up there and says, well, you know, I went through a lot of hell on earth, but I never saw you happy and I sure died for that. I want him to, when I get there, he's going to say, boy, I'm going to tell you what's the truth, what I did for you. You took full advantage of it. You cut the rug, baby. You, whoo, you set me on fire up here in heaven. You brought joy to me because you just choose to have life and have it more abundant. Praise God. Glory to God. Oh, let's just stand our feet and let's just close out of here today. It's 1127. I tried to get done before 1130. I try to make it where you can get in line over there at the buffet before the, all the other folks do. But you know what? We never want to leave this place without having an opportunity. Number one, to know Jesus as your personal Savior. Number two, never leave this building without your needs being met. God is a need meter. He meets the need. And number three, if you need to, don't ever leave without having prayer with someone when you have a special prayer request. We have altar workers that have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and they want to pray with you. It's not a drudgery for them to stand up here. They want to. You know why? Because that's their gift. And when you come and you want to have an opportunity to have someone pray with you, you know what you're doing? You're allowing them to use the God-given gift. Let them use their gifts today. You've allowed me to use my gift today. You've allowed the praise team to use their gifts today. You've allowed the ushers to use their gifts today. Let everybody in the house have an opportunity to use their gifts. We all have them and we need to use them. If you don't know this Jesus, you say, well, pastor, I've prayed that prayer before. Did it stick? You see, when he comes into your heart, you're going to know he's coming to your heart because there's going to be a change. Some people have prayed this prayer and, they, and it, didn't, it didn't change them. They didn't. They just, they just went through the emotions. I'm asking you this morning. I'm taking a little extra time here, but I'm, I want, listen, I, this, this, this Jesus thing is a serious thing. It's a matter of life and death. You're either going to have life here or you're going to have death here. Your choice to live in it. I choose life. And if you ask Jesus into your heart and you mean it with your heart, you speak it with your mouth, with confession is made unto righteousness. But if you'll pray that prayer today, you say, Pastor, I've prayed it before. I want you to examine your heart right this minute. You ask yourself, has there been a difference in my heart since I've asked Jesus to come in? Make it be a sincerity of your heart today. Mean it from your heart, and you will begin to see the change. 
you will see a change. If you're here and you're saying, well, Pastor Ron, I got saved, but I desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit in my life. Well, that's what we got prayer altar workers for. They're going to help you, to help you to pray. Learn to pray and allow the Holy Spirit to teach you. Maybe you're here and you want a prayer language. We make that possible. We make that available here. Anything that God has to offer, we want to offer it to you because we believe he's in the house and he's working through members of the body in the house and we want you to receive it. Salvation, gift of the Holy Spirit, healing, whatever it is. My God, I said my God is not limited in what he can do. If he can make a Ron Whistnan as good as he made me, I know he can do some good things. You say, oh, you're crazy, Ron. I know. I love being crazy. I'm crazy for Jesus. Pray this prayer with me if you've not ever prayed it. With sincerity, pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know you are the Son of God. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord of my life. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let me pause here for a moment. For those watching on social media and you prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact Passion Church, Alexander City. We want to help you on your new journey with Jesus Christ. And if you're here in the house and you say, well, Pastor Ron, I've been coming here quite a while and I've prayed it, but I prayed it with sincerity this morning. Make sure that you come up to one of our altar workers and share that with them. A true born-again salvation experience. Let them know. It encourages us here at Passion Church. The elders, the leadership, it encourages us. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Mm -mm -mm. Look at your neighbor and say, I choose life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, every head bowed and every eye closed. Let me just bless you this morning as you leave. Father, we thank you for this time that you've allowed us to be able to enter into your presence. We have felt your presence. You have come and sat down on our praise. We have felt you here today. We know you're not only in our midst for here, but Father, we know you're going to go with us throughout this week. So, Father... Over every person in this congregation and those watching on social media, I pray this prayer over them. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. And the congregation said amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.